Oh my goodness. Olivia Rodrigo's been doing um, Seether and mm-hmm. Complicated on her tour. Mm-hmm. And last night, Avril came out and sang Complicated with her. Wow. Wow. I was not an Avril Lavigne fan, so. Yeah, but that song, come on. I know. I wasn't a fan. I didn't like buy the record, but I like that song. Mm-hmm. Although, even better than that song is So Much for My Happy Ending. Oh, oh. I love that song. I also love It's a Damp Cold Night. I guess I am an Avril Lavigne fan. <laughs> Couldn't figure out this life. Oh, that's a good fucking song. I'm going to listen to that one. <laughs> All right, let's start. I don't know song. what it's called, though. I don't know the name of the song. I'll have to scroll no, through the no. I'm with you. I bet you it's called I'm with you. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm hot off the presses of Sizzle Teen Magazine. Pat. Okay, I was going to say, like, when's the name coming? (laughs) I'm going to do a bit. The new bit's going to be I'm going to say something related to the episode we just watched. Oh, okay. We'll see how long that lasts, too. So for this one, I said I'm hot off the presses of Sizzle Teen Magazine. Do you want to know what my backups were? Yes. I my backups were I and you were gonna say I'm Rachel and I was gonna say and I can tell you the rhyme scheme of a Spencerian love sonnet. That was gonna be the backup. <laughs> and then the backup to the backup was you were gonna say, I'm Rachel and I'm gonna and I'm and I was gonna say, and I once wrote a poem called Melancholy Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I did write that one down. <laughs> so those were my three things mm-hmm. I was gonna introduce myself. But it's hard then to go like Pat. You yeah. know, I think I have to just say the thing and then we got to move on from it. Like, yeah. I'll just say the line. I, yeah. I guess if I said, and we all know you're Pat. I guess if I said, like, I'm the hot off the presses of Sizzle Teen Magazine, Pat Driscoll, that would be different. Yeah. I think I'd have and to say the whole Luckily, name. Luckily, our voices are different enough, though, that if you didn't say that, I think people would still know it's you. Yeah, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. <laughs> we were Avril just talking Levine. about Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> Damp cold night. Trying to figure out what's right. Good song. Top five Avril Lavigne songs. Go. I don't really like Avril Lavigne. I'm not a fan. I don't know complicated and scared boy. That's that's me. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> You didn't have to do anything extra. That's just no. me right there. I answered. I answered the question for you. But with but let's let's not let's not beat around the bush. How you doing, Rach? What's happening, my friend? Um, I'm doing all right, pal. It's May. Can you believe it? I know. I know. I like I'm just I don't even know anymore. I've just given up on trying to think about the world as a whole. Yeah. And That's time funny. passing and all of it. You know what you remind me of right now? What? You remind me of Bella Swan sitting in a room <laughs> as the months tick slowly by. Yeah, just, I just sit the, in the same as a camera spot and I wake up you. from dreams screaming. Camera and spins around uh, you as you just mm-hmm. as months look go so by. forlorn. I know. So you're so um, not good is what you're saying. Good or not good? I would say like mediocre. You miss your mom and dad. That's what's good. Cool. You miss you miss your mom and dad. Admit it. 
Oh, it's just like a rough time right now at work and uh, it's getting nice outside, but I feel like it's hard to enjoy because of the pollen and, you know, <laughs> the world is falling apart and it's not funny, but it is. Funny. <laughs> it's like the world is though. It's really nice outside. I thought you were going to say, but it's hard to get to because, you know, we're still doing COVID and the whole deal. It's like <laughs> of the pollen. Don't you have fucking claritin or something to, well to i mean but the, the thing is the, po- the pollen has gotten worse because of climate change debbie downer you a little bit yeah, we're gonna all we're, i mean we need to die soon or else we're just gonna be all fucking complaining forever all of us you know oh my god or at least something i i don't know something's gotta give something's as gotta the famous movie said there was a, a serious lunch sketch. Serious lunch was a, a sketch comedy group mm-hmm. uh, w- with um, some funny, funny, funny people, including Rachel's best friend, Kindle's husband, mm-hmm. and a throwaway joke it, that they had what in a sketch one time was Billy said something's got to give Diane Keaton, and I cackled so hard at that. <laughs> I thought it was just so very funny, and a love affair began. Mm-hmm. Between me and Billy. Still going strong. Yeah. I don't see him that often, but you know, I still love him. It's a damn cold night. Try to figure out this life. That's the best ever Levine song. So, all right. Well, you don't have much for me to go on. You kind of just. Yeah, how are, how are you doing? No, I mean, now it's. Pollen. Just, uh, the pollen. I when I was younger, I had seasonal allergies, and I guess I've grown out of them. Although sometimes, every once in a while, I will get very itchy eyes. But I have mm-hmm. been, and I know with the pollen, I've been hearing it from many people that it's very difficult this year. But mm-hmm. I have not, I have not felt the burn. Mm-hmm. Nee Sanders. So, yeah, was that E R N or U R N? I have not felt the burn. E Sanders. The other day, I was watching a TV show. I don't remember what it was. It might have even been a movie. I don't remember, but it was a courtroom thing. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the judge came in, and they went, all rise, because you know that's what they say when the judge comes in, uh, mm-hmm. in the court. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. People say. And then I was watching this by myself. It was like in the afternoon, and then I kept saying out loud to no one. I kept going, Paul rise er." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done Paul that Paul rise <laughs> What's he well, up to these days? Paul Reiser, mad about you. The the reboot. It was on. I think it might oh, be over. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about Paul Reiser or All Mm-mm. Rise or the Pollen Count or Avril Lavigne or my friendship with Serious Lunch's Billy Keenly. No, 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 no. We are here to get right into the nitty gritty dirt band with Degrassi, the Next Generation. More mm-hmm. specifically, Degra- HBO Max's own. Degrassi the Next Generation, more specifically Degrassi the Next Generation, episode 909. It's the ninth episode mm-hmm. of the ninth season. Is wow. That some, is that some kind of a... Isn't there a Beatles song, 909? Something after 909? Number nine? You should know fucking Miss Beatles. It's Revolution I, it's number nine. It's not my band. You know, it's It's Revolution number nine. Number nine? That's all it goes. It just goes number nine. There's literally, like, right next to me. Number nine? <laughs> That's what it is. You're thinking of Revolution number nine from the White House. No, it's an, an earlier song. Oh, 
you're thinking of the Beach Boy. Maybe you're not, but I think you might be thinking of the Beach Boys 409. She's real fine, my 409. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about that? No, I don't really like the Beach Boys. I know, but you might have One heard after 909, it is on Let It Be. Oh, fuck off. Ninth episode of the ninth season. So that's season. episode 910 then. One after 909 is episode 910. She's real fine, my 409. Sorry, I see it. So. No, I fucking see it. I, all right. <laughs> you know everything. I don't know why I ever fucking try. Uh, it's the 172nd episode of Socrasi, the next generation. Well, we're, we're in a real mood today, aren't we? I'm not. I'm laughing and having a great time. I'm having, it's like uh, Garth in uh, Wayne's World when he has to do the show by himself. I'm having a great time. Uh, it's episode 172 but because of all the two-parters it's really like episode 138 the name of the episode is waiting for a girl like you not a girl waiting by the phone waiting for you to call me up because a girl like you would be a different song this is waiting Mm -hmm. for a girl like you which is a foreigner song Mm -hmm. and we all know foreigner is one of the lead bands my least favorite genre of music (laughs) Fucking 70s soft rock for old people. But Rachel, well, I got you on the horn. What's your favorite foreigner song? Hot-blooded, check it and see. I really don't like foreigners. I hate them. I can't, like, there's not a song that I can, like, say something nice about. Although, um... I do have very fond memories of uh, that Dana Carvey special where he would do his version of Cold as Ice. She was cold as ice. Is that chopping mm-hmm. broccoli? Yes. Yeah, Foreigner sucks big time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if you like them, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. I, um, I think that I always thought that they were like fine, but I don't think I realized who they actually were. And then when you hear their music, it's like, no, jukebox hero. Oh, people I mean, do that if, karaoke and I honestly, hate it so much. If I had to pick one, that would be the one I would pick. I mean, yeah. it's a dud. I hate it. Jukebox hero. I hate this kind of music. It's the worst kind of music, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. And if you like it, God bless. You like what you like, and you don't have to answer to anybody. Certainly not these no. two jabronis over the airwaves. No. But not for me. You got to pick one, though. You got to pick one. All right. How about this? Cold as ice, son. She's as cold. I like to sing them in a funny mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Waiting for. I've been waiting for a girl like you. Yeah, this song sucks. Yeah, it fucking blows, dude. (laughs) What's your least favorite foreigner song? Well, I only know the hit songs, but I have all of them. Yeah, I mean, probably probably the deep cuts are the ones that really suck. God, I want to know what love is. What a piece of shit. Oh, it's so bad. What's the one that I the one you know? I said my favorite. I said, what did I say? Jukebox Hero. No, I would say Hot Blooded, check it and see you got a fever of 103. That's mm-hmm. like, if that comes on the radio, I'm turning it off, but mm-hmm. maybe I leave it for like the first verse mm-hmm. before I turn it off. Mm-hmm. The worst one, I've been waiting for a girl like you, is pretty bad. It's really bad. The Smithereens have a song called A Girl Like You, which is like, just to win the love 
of a girl like you. Boom. But they're not waiting like for you. a girl like you. No, that's a that problem. song. But that song rules. I mm-hmm. do anything you want to do. You should listen to it if you've never heard it. The Smithereens okay. from New okay. Jersey. You love New Jersey. Yeah, I have I have strong feelings about New Jersey. Yeah, Mostly good. You'd love it. They're great. The Smithereens are great. And if they're not from New Jersey, and I'm spoke out of turn for some That's reason, why I also I loved the beginning of Yellow Jackets because they show uh, Asbury Park and they show all the great Jersey sights and sounds. I was going to ask you what your favorite song with lyrics that are not in English was. Oh. I think we've done Foreigner, by the way. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we have. There has to be an episode called I Want to Know What Love Is. Enter oh, I'm pretty heads. sure we have already talked about Foreigner at some 100%. point. 100%. Yeah. I was going to ask. Yeah, I know. Great. there Someone. So I was um, looking at our Apple podcast today and I saw one of our reviews that was like, they talk too much about things that are unrelated to the show. And it's like, that's literally in our bio. <laughs> It's your own fault if you don't read it before you listen to it. You know what, everybody? <laughs> and that we're enjoy... not experts about things. And it's like, but why would we be experts? That's the How whole point. You, I'll we, tell you, like, there are experts. We know some of them, some yeah. great experts on the show mm-hmm. whose opinions yes. and words about the show I love greatly. But no, that's not what we do here. We drink No, beers. we love the show, but we are not experts. We never claim to be experts. I definitely, yeah, no, no, no. You kind of claim to be an expert on, like, everything. You're like, it's all after 909, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I hate that song so much. And because my dad, my dad makes me listen to Beatles radio in his car. Serious. Did your dad do any parody songs about of the, off of after oh, 109? Sh- well, no, not that one. But, I mean, he's done multiple. People would be like, what the fuck is this song if he did? <laughs> Probably. You know, Crowded House is touring, one of the great bands of history. Really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Are you going to go see him? I'm not, but I thought about it. And I kind of yeah. wanted to go just to take an Instagram and put it on the fucking Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Spends like $80 just to go <laughs> take a picture. Fucking foreigner. Foreigner needs to fucking blow it out their ass. Feels like the first time. All right. That's Are they still playing? Good. That's kind of good. Feels like the first time. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. It's really great to get on. <laughs> We're <here>. done. <laughs> I do that all the time. Like that joke is wearing so thin. God bless. Thank you for sticking with me while I do that joke. All the time. Yeah. So this is not about what are we not talking about? I already did all that. Did you? Yeah, I did it before I said the number of the episode. I said it wasn't about pollen and Avril Lavigne. Mm, and, and then we talked about Foreigner. But then how do we get into the nine. episode? Well, I say what the number is in the episode, and then you talk about Foreigner. And then we just kind of go in and talk about it. Do you forget the podcast? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe I forget Sometimes the Sometimes because... I feel like you block out, like you black out the podcast. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, oh. With like as much as I listen to it somehow. I, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Waiting for a girl like you is a Danny. No, it's not. That's the second story. It's that's a the B story. If Declan you will. and Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. Oh, your favorite. Story. It's the burgeoning of. Let me tell you how fast I skipped the intro so fast that I didn't even <laughs> fucking see that skateboarder take uh-huh. off off the stairs. He was still coming to the stairs. He hadn't even ollied yet. That's how oh fast I you didn't even get intro. Jamie Johnston on the screen. Oh, did you? not, not even 
a hair's breadth. I couldn't get get away from it faster. Got- you know, I was I listened to it this time and I didn't listen to it the second episode last week. And I was like, is this the same? Is it the same people singing it? It sounds Bam. different. <laughs> and it's like, wow, this is what happened. You skip the intro once and suddenly it sounds like a new intro. It's heaven. It's heaven on earth. I'm not a big intro skipper, but I don't want to listen to this anymore. Yeah. So we got Declan. Declan's I'm, I'm a big outro skipper. I really don't want to listen to this outro. Right. sad sappy emo outro it's not even emo it's like fucking like i don't even know what it is i guess it's kind of emo it's like Whatever lame emo it takes it's it's sung by someone whose mouth is always flat like this you see how i'm singing it never <laughs> moves like his mouth is always flat got flat no mouth Zach, make it through like there's no character in his voice at all Mm-mm. No character. Anyway, so we've got a, a Declan story. Declan is got the hots, the hitty hots for Holly, Jacoby and Myers, Sinclair, Charlotte as, Arnold. As he calls her. I'm glad also you learned her name. Um, I'm surprised because you didn't watch the intro, but um, I, he calls her HJ. Handjob. Mm-hmm. He calls her Handjob, <laughs> which is a cool name to have. Andy J. Very cool name to have. Handjob Sinclair. <laughs> um, he's way into her. He's like, that's a girl worth fighting for. Like, he's way into her. And Sav's like, Sav goes, you got health insurance, right? And I thought, of course he does. He lives in Canada. I know. I was like, who wrote this? Some American <laughs> of jabroni? <laughs> Look at you jabro- using jabroni. I, know, I, I know. rubbed off That on was you. really the right word to use in that instance, though, right? Like... Declan is like nice now, also, I guess. Yeah, Declan is like pleasant. I couldn't, I, the end of this episode, I couldn't tell if he was like still being like an asshole Neither and sneaky, could I. or if he was like changing his tune. I think what they were trying to get across was that he was like, when he said, it's nobody, that like that's was the changing of the like the guard. He for cares about yeah. Holly J and he doesn't yeah. care about Trish, who's like a house plant. A who, you mean a hoose plant? She's a hoose. Oh, a hoose plant. A hoose a plant. You, you said it close. Cow? You were close. It's a hoose plant. A, a hoose plant <laughs> in the hoose cow. It's a fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Hoose plant in the hoose cow. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, he's way into into Holly Jacoby Myers Sinclair because she's like, I'm the president, and if you're gonna do something, you got to go through me but she wasn't being like an asshole about it she was they're being kind of flirty with one another for sure there and was also, a steel drum band who was playing in the auditorium at that time he could not just use the auditorium willy-nilly mm-hmm. he could not I guess use the, for for um degrassi the musical the musical so, yeah. that's coming up soon they were made she did make sure that he can't just go in there and use the uh, uh Recording Sorry. studio Willie Nelson. He's just not allowed to access <laughs> Oh, Willie Nelson. Sorry, I also meant to say it's Degrassi, the musical, the musical, like Jason Muse. Oh, it's, yeah, right. That's not the thing, though. That was already a thing, right? That was We're already a thing. That, that was that was last season. We're not doing that again, are we? Jesus Christ. No. So he's like, I gotta, I, I'm into this girl. I gotta do everything I can. He's going to fee. He calls his sister Fiona. He calls her fee. Fee. 
which is a fish song. Oh, Alfie, you love fish. You're a big fan. Hate fish so Gotta much. live a life that's completely free. But didn't you say recently? I like the animals, but not the didn't you not say, the band, the animals. But didn't you say recently <laughs> like the, that the you like fish, heard some fish stuff and you were like, it's not so bad? That was a Grateful Dead. That was Grateful Dead. Which is the same thing. So you'd probably hear fish songs on the radio and be like, this isn't so bad. But Trey so, Anastasio? Yeah. So he was yeah. like trying to get Fee to... Because Charlotte Arnold's whole bit was like, you don't know anything about me. We are not a match. Oh, and the whole school is matchmaking fever. That's the other. Oh, yes. Yes. It is a two parter love story fest, but, um, you know, split over two episodes. We're treating it as one episode. Yes, because it was it was shown on the Noggin channel. But I believe also Mm -hmm. in Canada, these two episodes were shown together and they were called Love Games. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? You knew that. Yeah, I only watched the first one though. Same. Yeah. Did you just get scared that I was going to say we? Yeah, to I was like, Wait, oh no 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 no. no, no. <laughs> well, you're not doing this as a two-parter. Unless it is a absolute like two-parter. Yes. Two-parter. I'm not watching fucking two episodes of that. Mm-mm. Although somebody did say on the Facebook group, might have been Priam, that we should watch that for season ten. We're, we have to watch all it of them as two-parters. It was Amber, and mm-hmm. I agree. If they're two-parters, they're two-parters. We're going to watch them as two-parters. Yeah. Can I just say that this, I know there was like a time when like there was threat that Degrassi would be canceled and then they Mm -hmm. came up with the idea of season 10. So this must have been the time where they were thinking about canceling it. And boy, howdy, do I get it? Because I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not bad. I'm not, I didn't like watch this episode and go like. It really struggles like when they lose the original cast of characters and they just don't really do a good job of integrating the new people. They like focus too much throughout the whole series on like two classes of people instead of bringing you new characters who are younger all the time and really like integrating them better. Right. I agree with you. I think there's also far too many people that they're trying to focus oh on. Oh my god. Yeah. And it makes you feel not close to anything. Which is of them. why we never hear from Blue again after last week. Exactly. Who would you say of the people who are on the show regularly now that you feel the closest mm-hmm. to? Holly J, probably. Same. But well, it could be more than one. Sav, maybe two. Yeah, you love fucking Sav. I don't get it. Oh, he's starting to get real hot too. As like a teenage boy, but <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Mama Rach coming out. Rach's like, Don't call me that. She's coming out and she's like, whoa, doggy. I like these high school boys. Um, don't call you that, Noah. You're right. I'm sorry. You're not Mama Rach. You're not Sav's mom. No, please don't. He's, he's an adult and he's very close in age to me, so it's fine. But on the show, he's no. not. The Sav that you're looking at is not. He's no, young. that's true. And you said he was hot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's so fine. He's, he's getting to being hot. He's hot. He's, it's he's a very Rachel, attractive I'm just, adult. I'm just kidding around. He's pretty hot. He's hot. He's hot to try. I would say for me, Holly J, Jane, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't feel close to Fiona, but I feel like a burgeoning kind of friendship there i like her mm-hmm. i like anya but i don't feel mm-hmm. tethered to Anya. like if anya was off the show tomorrow i probably wouldn't notice yeah, yeah. the like declan and fiona i don't know enough yet 
It's really like Holly J. And that's it. And Sav, because you think he's super, he's really hot when he was like 16, especially. You were caveating it. You were like, I actually, it's not now. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. It's not now. He's hot now. I think when he was like a teenage boy. You can cut all this. It's fine. It's just for funsies between you and me, pal. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I, I I I think by next season we'll be into it. But I also understand why the noggin was or whoever the Degrassi Canadian channel was like, I don't know. We think we've run our course here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame them. Um so Declan goes on Facebook and finds out that Holly J is a yellow belt in Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Which he thinks is pretty cool. And then Fee is like Declan, I see what's happening. You're going to get really sad again because apparently he had a girlfriend who broke his heart, who made him sad, and that's why he makes out with lots of different girls now. Yeah, and she says, I can't listen to any more Coldplay. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is Coldplay like the sad breakup music? I never really thought of them as that. Um, Yeah, I feel like those songs are pretty sappy. Mm Mm-hmm. Look at the stars. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sappy, Coldplay. I don't like Coldplay. I don't really know. I don't know much about them outside of Fix You and Clocks and Yellow. Yeah, some of those early things I like, but then they just kept going. Yeah, they're still a big band, so God bless them. Yeah. They're, they're they, for... they were nominated for a Grammy this year. Really? For a song I'd never heard. Yeah, I was watching the Grammys a little bit, and I was like, wait, Coldplay had The Grammy there. Awards? Yeah, those ones. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. They didn't win, whatever it was, like best pop song or something like that. Oof. No way. But those like early Coldplay things, they're fine. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't my thing, but it's, uh, but everybody is in touch with their own opinion. Maybe I go through a breakup and I listen to them for like months. I don't know. Rush a blood to the head, I guess you know. Oh, yes. That was, that was the best one. So. But he's still going down the road. He's st- and, and and Holly J's like, no, dog, I'm not into it. Not less that I'm not into it and more like it's not going to work. We're too different. And you're like a player mm-hmm. and I don't want to deal with this. And then yeah. he locks he has- her in a room and forces her to date him. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what happens. Well, first off, he tries to woo her with his riches by uh, yeah. dangling some backstage passes to see the Tessas. I'm assuming this is like the Donnas. Yeah. Um, Was, uh, but I didn't like, look I up like to them. see if they're real. They might be real. I didn't either. He had backstage passes. That's like this big thing that like on this show, like rich people are always dangling backstage passes. It's like. that's They're trying to go see Fallout Boy and then Fallout Boy is showing up with ketchup chips later. It's just it's very confusing. I couldn't imagine wanting something less than backstage passes to see a band because here's what's going to happen. You're going to go back there <sighs> yeah. and they're not going to want to see you and they're going to go like, hey, what's up? Thanks for coming. And then you're going to be awkward. Maybe drink like one beer and leave. As someone who was very into music as a teenager and then worked in it, like there is nothing more awkward awful than oh i hate it i hate even just like meeting them like horrible it, people that you love like it's the worst feeling ever 
And in that scenario, too, like at the end of the show, like they're just like trying to get out and they have to go to it because that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's always like industry people. And that's who it is mostly. And then like a couple like friends and family people. And they like mm-hmm. have to go to the room and say hi. And they're just like, I don't want to do this. No one's mm-hmm. having fun. But you do get no. like free pretzels and beer usually, which is pretty good. Mm hmm. That's I like watching things from the side of the stage. That's yeah. like my preferred place to be. Oh yeah, it just feels cool. special, cool. even though the sound is, is terrible. It just feels great. <laughs> that is great, but but meeting a band, I would I don't even do it. If it, I'm just like, I will go back and have beers. I'll drink your beers. Mm-hmm. I'll go before. Yeah, and then after, it's just like I'm just gonna go home because I don't yeah. care about meeting you. No, or I don't like being a fan. If that that sounds, if that makes sense, I feel very similarly about traveling. I don't like to be a tourist. Yeah, yeah. I like I. Oh, it's just a very uncomfortable, like insecure feeling to be a tourist. I don't like being a tourist either. I don't like being a tourist. I don't like being a fan. And the thing is, I love things and I love traveling, and but I just don't want to be seen as that by other people. I met. Tanya Donnelly from Belly when they played mm-hmm. here in New York on the reunion mm-hmm. tour. And that's one of my favorite bands of all time. And she's one of my mm-hmm. heroes. And it was the uh, only reason I met because it was at the, like the Bowery ballroom. So after the show, mm-hmm. everybody's just downstairs drinking and that's like how yeah, it happened. Yeah. And I was so awkward. I was so yeah. like, I don't know what to say to you. What am I, yeah. what do I do here? Like, yeah. When I was young, you meant a lot. Like, and, and then I'm just like thinking, well, she's like, well, you know, you make me feel old. Like it's this whole thing of like, mm-hmm. I don't want, it's just like not, but in that situation, it wasn't a like set up, like you're meeting a person. Mm-hmm. It just so happened. Yeah. We were still there. And she was there and I was like, well, I got to go say something, you know? And I did. And yeah. it was awkward. And I remember it being awkward. I remember yeah. the interaction as I was weird. <laughs> the last the last person that I met was I went to a David Sedaris reading and then he was signing books after. And I was like, I'm here. When else am I, I going to get a book signed by David Sedaris? And I hated I mean, he was perfectly fine, but I was like towards the end of the line. Like he had been doing this for a while. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about Titan Foods yeah, in Astoria. You have, to have something to talk about. Yeah. And like, it, but it was just, I hated every second of it. And then I just wanted to not have done it. And it wasn't like it was terrible, but I just hated it. But um, I got reminded yesterday, it was the eighth anniversary of my awkward meeting with uh, Damon Albarn. Yeah. But he was really drunk. So that helped. (laughs) Then it was so much easier because I was just like, oh, he's so drunk. We took a selfie and he was like leaning on me. And I was like, this is great. This is what I needed. Sometimes (laughs) he's not going to remember it later. And he doesn't care. (laughs) So the time I was talking about Tiny Donnelly was the the first time at the first time Mm -hmm. Billy reunited. And mm-hmm. I went and it was just Adrian and I, and Adrian took a picture of us. It was so awkward. Mm-hmm. And then they came and played again. And I went with like Franny and Jason and the whole gang mm-hmm. and she, they were all down there again. And it was a little bit more like we were, I was a little drunker. Franny was there. Mm-hmm. It was like more fun. And I just remember we all took a picture with her. It's on Instagram. You can find it. And <laughs> Franny, my dear friend, Franny Reynolds, one of the best mm-hmm. people I know in the world. Uh, he just, he said, as they were taking a picture, he just looked down at Tiny Donnelly and said, teenage dreams come true. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what did she say? She laughed. She thought it was adorable. Oh, it was I like very it. sweet. Like it's a sweet thing. Yeah. To say. My favorite, my favorite celebrities to me were the people that I didn't care about because like, if you don't That's have any like feelings about it, it's like, it's so easy to talk to someone. That's I remember like James Blunt being like very free. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> but if you just don't care, it's great. Yeah, I have a bit. I mean, you know, we worked at places that where you met famous people. All yeah, the time. so yeah. like it became like I you I worked with people, and then it becomes very different. But like, so that's why I think because of the experiences that we've had mm-hmm. as like jobs yeah. and things that yeah. have like now it feels weird. Now it's like yeah. Awkward. Now more it's awkward. it's it makes it more awkward. And I think like when I was a kid, I was like upset with music in particular but like also a lot of things i was very like into i was very fan girl of things like very into stuff um but i never wanted to be seen as a fan i wanted to be seen as an equal to these people so i found it really hard to like like things i'm reading Um, uh chuck klosterman's book the 90s mm -hmm. which is very good Mm -hmm. and you're not a you are a child of the 90s but not like me. I was like a teenager, like straight in the fucking heart of the nineties. Yeah. And he posits, he like writes this thing. And then I sort of like came to this conclusion myself where it's like, I think the reason, and I can't speak for you because, but for me a lot, I, cause I feel very similarly. Mm-hmm. I don't like to, I like I'll go to a concert. And also this could not be the episode. If this just wants to be a conversation between you and me, but yeah. like, I'll go to like places and like people will just like have conversations that are like mm-hmm. loud about like yeah. stupid shit. And I, yeah. I'm just like rolling my eyes all the time because I'm like, mm-hmm. just shut, first of all, shut the fuck up at a concert. And second of all, like, don't you keep anything like to yourself? And mm-hmm. as I've been reading this book, he's been like talking about the nineties and talking about like the, 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 mm-hmm. He doesn't posit this, but I came to this conclusion that like a lot of like why I'm like that, I think, mm-hmm. is because growing up in the 90s, you're like taught like it's cool to be detached and mm-hmm. to be like not super like <gasps> like I've never like, yeah. oh, my God, about anything like I am. Yeah. But I would never show it because it's like mm-hmm. it's about being like cool and detached and the yeah. whole deal. I yeah. And I feel like like for me also that the idea of like the cool girl was very much like what I aspired to, too, yeah. because I was like, no, I just need to be kind of above all of these things, right. even if I really care about something, because like that's how you get guys <laughs> when I was like a was teenager, like- you know? It's funny, man. It's a, the, 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 the differences in the generations are so stark because now people are just like yeah. i do everything I, my whole life is in, in online and in front of everybody i know i've been thinking a lot about like this is not related to the episode but i've been thinking a lot about um the internet and how the internet was such a place like i know that you had it later than i did but like it was that place that made people feel less alone because it's like oh my god other people who like this band that i do like when no one you know likes them and then you have their message boards and then you can become fans of them and friends with all these people and blah 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 yeah. but like also that's what's brought us the alt right so oh it's <laughs> like, gone the complete opposite i would argue that now it like makes people feel so much more alone because people mm. who already feel alone are ganged up mm-hmm. on by people who uh, it's bad it's a bad scene it doesn't have to be yeah. But I think like I I I don't know. 
The internet's a bad place. It's a bad place. Yeah. I think it's time to go back to flip phones, right? so many people's lives are just so on it. I mean, Mm -hmm. mine is, essentially. But I'm old. Nobody cares about me. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, getting rid of my Instagram made a huge difference for me because it's like I don't need to post everything I do. Yeah. Yeah. But also now I don't know what anyone else is up to. Yeah. Because everyone posts on their Instagram and that's how everyone knows what they're up to. I post on my Instagram very rarely. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess when I'm like at concerts and stuff, I post like stories. Mm-hmm. Holly J. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage passes. The so Tessas. she doesn't even like the Tessas. <laughs> she doesn't like the Tessas. <laughs> Who's your favorite Tessa? Tessa Thompson, Tessa Farmiga. I think Tessa Thompson. Ooh. Who's Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson from Thor Ragnarok, and uh, okay. okay, and from um, she's in Passing, that movie Passing, on Netflix. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, why does that name sound so familiar? She's great. Hmm. Um. Also, Holly J is like very concerned because she's like, "Aren't you? Don't you have girlfriends like Trish? Trish, the it's like dish. a house plan. Trish the dish. Do you remember what that's from? No. Mall rats. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Trish the Dish would not pass the test today. It, she would not be a character in a movie in 2022. She's the <laughs> underage girl who's fucking everybody for research for her book. Oh, my God. Trish the Dish. Trish the Dish. Holly J, HJ, if you will, um, also says to Declan that he likes, you know, he's he's if he likes low maintenance, he should date a Honda. I do really like the pairing of Declan and Holly J because the banter is very good. Yeah, it's all right. Declan is still a work in progress. Like De- mm-hmm. the last time we saw Declan, he was like an asshole. Or mm-hmm. was he? I guess the last time we saw Declan, he was with Jane. But that's kind- and he's not really an asshole to Jane. I don't know. No, he's not an asshole to Jane. But what they're doing mm-hmm. together is assholey, I guess. Yeah, and I mean he's still like that, but like yeah, we're getting he's getting fleshed out a lot more than Fiona is, who like all we know is that she was Riley's beard. Do you mean Fee? Fee, sorry. So um then he locks her in a in a room and doesn't let her out until he, she squat with him, which isn't Yeah, t- they apparently have totally a sound booth in their high school. Since when do they have a sound booth? It must be in the special music wing with Ed from Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, no. So first they go on like a mini date. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, I met the Dalai Lama when I was eight years old and I've been moved around a lot. And that's when Trish mm-hmm. the Dish comes over and she's like, are we still going out tomorrow? And then she looks at Holly Jane. She's like, let me guess. He met the Dalai Lama, like the whole deal. And that's what pisses Holly J off. And she's like, so you're just mm-hmm. basically telling the same story to me that you told old Trish here in her, this old hoose plant. This old hoose plant in the hoose go. And then, and then, uh, so <laughs> my favorite red hot chili peppers. <laughs> House plant in the hoose go. Um, but the piggies on the hoose cow. That's Red Hot Chili Peppers is the first time I ever heard the term, the word hoose cow. And that's how, when I found out what it meant. I didn't know what it was before the red. God bless the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Do you know yes. that when I was first looking at this, I was thinking about 
Foreigner. And I was like, I think we did Foreigner. And I was like, I'm going to ask Rachel what her favorite song by a band she doesn't really like is. Oh. Which is a good question. Pocket mm-hmm. it. But I was like, I'll probably pick something better. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. For the piggies on the hoose gal. Get small, get down. <laughs> Not get give it away. That's a piece of shit. But, um, so then Declan's like, I, I want to. He researches. Trap Holly J in this room. So she but before he does that, though, he like researches so much about her yeah. and like learns all these things because she's like, you don't really know me. Yeah. So then they have an outside oh, right. media immersion class. I really jumped the gun on a lot of stuff here. Yeah. You're just like, no, let's just get to the sound booth. Um, and booth sounds like they, a Canadian word that we say it differently. Like booth. But we say like <laughs> so we say it less harsh, but it's not. It's booth. It's booth. Um a booth. A booth. So they have this outdoors class and they're learning about online profiling. <laughs> Snake was so funny. Snake was like, Can you believe it? A media immersion class outside. <laughs> Snake was great. It's like you nerds get to leave yeah. the the fucking I don't yeah. know, dark room. So he makes them all stand in a line and they have to like step forward when they they fall in line with whatever it is. So he starts off with like anyone who's male, anyone who's over 17, anyone who uh has a younger sibling, you know, and then Sav ends up being the only person Man, after you all really of these. Fucking committed that to memory, Bill. Things. And then he calls on Declan to do it. And Declan says only the things that are matter about Holly J. She likes mushroom pizza. She, I don't remember what else. Cause She's I know that she had the spiders. yellow. That's right. She had the yellow belt in Taekwondo, but that was not mentioned during this, this game. She won a debate competition also. That's another. Yes. One. Yes. And so she's impressed by this. Yeah. And then that's when they go on the house, uh, on the house, on the, the date. Hoose? And that's when. They go on the hoose. That's when they go on the date in the calf. The dude. And Trish shows up. The dude in the calf. And then HJ is not into this whole thing. And so she leaves. And then Declan stands up really quickly and gets sauce all over his pants. It seems like he spilled past trousers. It seems like. I think he spilled pasta on himself. He looked like he spilled. I think he spelled. I think he spelled pasta. He spilled pasta, hot pasta, on, on his, his trousers. trousers. I think he did. I think he spilled <laughs> pasta on his trousers. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So then he's like, I got to keep, I can't let go now. And he, they go into, he's like, I need to get into the sound booth. And she, and she has the keys to the booth. So mm-hmm. she's letting him in, and then all of a sudden he takes the keys and puts her in the sound booth and closes her in. And it's like, I really like you, Holly J, or something, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. um, I never try this hard. He keeps not listening to what she has to say. Because he, <laughs> he can't he hear doesn't. her. He can't hear her. Totally. No, no. But it was a little menacing that he like trapped her in a room that she couldn't get out of. It was. But then he let her out and she was like, well, I listened and I don't know. I'm still probably not going to date you. We really didn't talk about the matchmaking thing that was going on. Yeah. So there's this like matchmaking thing going on in school that's a very odd. Yeah. And 
I don't I don't know why. They're filling out like questionnaires to find out who their like perfect match is. They're doing their online profiling. And apparently Declan is like a match with like everyone in the school. Yeah. And there's going to be like a date night thing, which is, and also the babysitters are going to babysit kids. And Holly, the Babysitter's Club, Holly yeah. J was mm-hmm. like, for everybody who has little brothers and sisters, the babysitters club is going to babysit them. So you're, so parents can go out. But is it like a parent date night? I thought it was a kid's date night. That's what I thought. That's where I was a little bit unsure. I was a little bit confused about that, too. But I was just like, whatever. I guess maybe it was like, well, your middle kids are going out. Why don't we send the little kids and then we can go out as parents? Since the, mm. the younger kids, the older kids are going to this dance party or whatever. True, true. Um, Yeah, and Declan tells hj how he feels and all of the things about him like that he went through this horrible breakup and he wrote a poem called melancholy turtle and kind of like bears his soul a little bit to her and she's like okay yeah it also should be noted that like he so you said he gets all he gets matched with a lot of people and jane is the one who's like he can't help it if he's popular like jane doesn't even care about ollie jj nope Nope, which is shocking. Well, I guess Jane's It's a over shocking it. moment. Jane's over it. She loves Spinner mm-hmm. again. True. Who would It was just a a, a twist I of love fate. Spinner again. Mm-hmm. And then they, You love Spinner you didn't love him for a no, while? I always loved him. I never stopped loving him. Mm-hmm. Hard to get, Holly. Jay was playing hard to get for a while, but then then they kiss and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Well, they kiss after they go for a date. Well, sorry. There's a few things that happen first. First off, <laughs> she's babysitting at the gym for all these kids. Oh, right. And then yeah. Declan comes and joins when they're playing Duck, Duck, Goose. And like, A, this child does not know how to play Duck, Duck, Goose. And nor does Declan. Because might be different. the kids To like, be fair, it might be different in Canada. True, though. true. Bizarro yeah. Duck, Duck, Goose, which should be called something Duke, else. Duke, Duke, Goose. <laughs> Duke, Duke, Goose. So they're playing Duke Duke Ghost. <laughs> and the kid doesn't like, he's not like touching. I don't think he was touching the heads of the kids or anything. Maybe they all had lice. I'm not really sure. And so then he decides to pick on Declan, who like, the whole point is that you're supposed to chase them. And once you get them, then it's done. But what he does is he immediately gets the kid and then runs around with him in his arms. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not how you play Duke Duke, Duke Ghost. <laughs> Are we being mean tonight? Tonight, Duke Duke goes. Duke Duke goes. The Canadian version of Duck Duck Goose. Duke Duke goes. Oh my God! We're gonna get canceled by Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna get canceled by Degrassi the Musical. The Musical. Justin Trudeau is gonna be like these people. They're <laughs> nope. making fun of our accent. Not allowed to come back to this country. How dare they say we call it Duke Duke goes? Um, so then they we go on a little Duke, date Duke to a, to a pizza place where Declan like has an inn and they already have a table ready and there's already quattro fungi pizza coming uh, out. <laughs> Mr. Declan, sit down and we get to the perfect table for you. <laughs> you want the motadel? I got a motadel. This fucker. <laughs> oh wait, that was Mr. Del, Del Rossi. Del Rossi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Del Rossi. Yeah, Del Rossi. I should have been doing it like 
Fuck you. Right. <laughs> Quattrofungi. Hey, this guy's got quattrofungus over here, the fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> and some New York pizza, all right. New York pizza. <laughs> you got a tin crust pizza over here if you want it. Tin crust, it's fucking crunchy as fuck. Tin, tin crust? Yeah, tin. The shit's tin. Tin is shit. The tinnest crust you got on the marketplace. No, man. She loved the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kiss. Mm-hmm. She- they have a sweet kiss. But yeah, as we said before, like he gets this text from Trish while they're out at dinner. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that when he says it's nothing, it's really more just like a lighthearted. It's nothing, not like some kind of sinister. It's nothing. Yeah. It could go either way. I was also considering that it might be like he's keeping her in his back pocket mm-hmm. to do some nefarious stuff. But I'm also thinking probably not. Yeah. He also gives his Tessa's backstage passes to Sav because it's their one year anniversary him and Anya, and he was going to make her a scrapbook, mm. which is actually probably kind of sweet and up their alley, but like not it's like super cool. So Vanya Bananya going to see the Tessas. Mm-hmm. They're going to be so awkward at that meet and greet at the back in the end. Oh it. my God. It's going to be so awkward, but not as awkward as when Leia said that her dad knew Fallout Boy. <laughs> Pete Wentz used to sing me lullabies. Speaking of Layla. <gasps> B-story. B-story. In which I much co- must compliment Danny Van Zandt's commitment to a vest. Oh my God. I love that he keeps bringing it back. He doesn't. He- and I know that Degrassi, like they would all wear their own clothes. And I hope that's still the case this late in the Dude, game. Dude, his D, he is, a, he loves a vest, this guy. And he rocks yeah. it pretty good. D-V-Z. D-V- I don't that's like not funny. Like it's funny because we don't say Zed, right? So well, like it's funny to me is that I didn't realize that like, Canadians said Zed. I know British people say Zed. It's like one of those things where like it's just funny because we don't say it. Like it's not it's yeah. not nothing wrong with it. It's just the way they say it. But it's funny to yeah. hear. Also, like TV of the Zed. things to develop differently, Z versus Z is one of the ones that I'm like, this one, this one. TV's <laughs> like, really Shantae likes. Danny, hey, mm-hmm. do you think you could tell the B story in under one minute? I think you could. This B story is yeah, got nothing going for it. I'm gonna set a timer. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, ready. Hold on, ready. You 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 think you could do it? Yeah, I think so. Right, ready. I'm gonna get my time my clock timer out. <clears throat> it's Sizzleteen Meg, right? Okay. Sizzleteen, Sizzleteen is such a creepy fucking. <laughs> Old Sizzly Teen over it's here. So creepy. Sizzle Teen magazine. Okay. On three, mm-hmm. you gotta mm-hmm. do it. One, two, three, go. So Leia and Danny's relationship is kind of boring. They have nothing to talk about anymore. And Shantae offers her some advice from Sizzle Teen magazine that they should break up as a preemptive strike to get him interested and he'll come back to her. Meanwhile, Shantae has been interested in Danny the whole time. And she's even like writing his name on her, you know, she's writing CVZ all over her stuff because she loves, she's C for Shantae Vance. Van oh, Zandt. you're right. CVZ. Yeah. Right. Just like but, after 109. 
Yes. Shantae and Danny take Latin AP together and they kind of, you know, cutely work on verb conjugations and things like that. Leia is like so distressed about her relationship with Danny and like whether or not they'll get back together. Um, Danny asked Shantae if she wants to go to the dot on Friday night to study and get lava cakes and she does, but then she tells Leia also to come join. God damn, damn it. So it's my fault because I interrupted CVZ. <laughs> Keep going. I'm going to give you, you know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you 10 more seconds because I interrupted okay. with CVZ okay. and it got mm-hmm. that. De- you know what? I'm going to give you 15 more seconds because okay. that really okay. threw you for a loop. So, so okay. on three, one, two, three, go. So Shantae does the right thing and she tells Leia to come to the dot and Leia comes to the dot and talks to Danny and they are just definitely broken up. And it turns out that Danny's also interested in her. Oh, my God. With two seconds to spare. Wow. That was great. What? Look at that. That's all it is. That's the whole B story. (laughs) Holy shit. Um, Yeah. I mean, other things to to note was that Leia said that she and Danny go for coffee and they just don't speak. I know. I was, <laughs> I was like, like That's and awful. you think that you guys have a good relationship? Like, I don't, I mean, we've barely seen anything about their relationship. He used to watch her dance in the gym, yeah. but other, like they didn't have anything in common to begin with, but I don't know. You don't necessarily have to have everything in common with someone, but you need to have something to talk about. Shantae didn't mean to break them up. Like she didn't realize, Mm -hmm. I think it was like a subconscious thing. Cause when Dave Mm -hmm. brought it up, she was like, Oh fuck. I do like Danny Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. I love, I forgot about Dave. Oh, I did. I forgot to mention Dave no, in my You did minute. an amazing job. What a phenomenal job of getting that in. Thank you. Even if it Thank was you. a minute 15. That beautiful. Yeah. There's yeah, really not- I, The article that they're reading in Sizzle Teen Magazine is 10 ways to reignite the spark. <laughs> and number three is the preemptive strike. If, like break up with him and then get him to come back to you. If you're a Sizzle Teen and you don't have the spark, I mean, come on. Whose fault is that? You're done. It's it's you're a teenager. You've how long could you mm-hmm. have been together? Sizzle Teen Magazine. But yeah, so Danny's like, I'll wait. She, they like each other. They're going to start dating. Mm-hmm. And Shantae's like, I can't do it right away. Can we do it in a month? And he and Danny says, if you do it two weeks, we can do it. And that's how they're going to mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. for Danny. Good for Shantae. I like Shantae getting a little bit of a story. It's not like a total story. Finally. It's, I mean, it's a B story, but it's a story. It's a B story. And she's very integral to it. Poor Leia. It's probably the last time we ever see her, right? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look that up. Princess I think Leia. that she's probably still here, but yeah. Talking about her dad, knowing fallout boy. Rachel. Yes. You had nothing more to say about the B story. You're like, no, let's literally get this one and done. Oh, yeah, I don't know. What... We talked longer about Foreigner than we talked about this B story. Well, that was the whole point of getting you to tell the B story in one minute, so we didn't have to talk about it. Do what? Yeah. What do you have more to say about it? I... It was not really. Um, I just liked that Shantae finally had a story. Shantae having a story was great. Great. Yeah, but it, it was her story. Her like it wasn't. Story. <laughs> but also it was a story about a couple that we have not seen together since that's true the fallout boy because bit. there's too many people yeah. so there's and they can't focus on all of there's them there's been very little devoted to this these characters and it was seemed like more of a way to just break up 
Danny Van Zant and Leia when they should have just been like, mm-hmm. hey, did you hear they broke up? Because nobody would care. Nobody would be like, oh, no, not Leia. We love her. <laughs> How could we possibly function without Leia? Mm-hmm. But I do like the idea of like it being a little bit harder for Shantae and Danny to just like get together because now they have to like jump through the soup because Shantae set this whole bit up and like mm-hmm. told her to do it, even though it wasn't mean. She meant for her to like do it. And mm-hmm. then he would come back to her. But he was like, peace out. I'm not going back. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, so then, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Poor uh, poor Leia, but nice work, Shantae. Also, we don't really care. No, I don't care about Leia. But she can now put CVZ on her backpack if she wants. Mm-hmm. CVZ. You have to spell it out, Z-E-D. CVZ would be a fun band name, but you'd call it C-E-E-V-E-E-Z-E-D, CVZ. CVZ. Or a song. C-B. Hey, C, hey. V-H-Z. Rachel. Yes, Patrick. What do you think about this episode? Do you think it went there? Because we always talk about whether or not the episodes go there. We usually rank on the scale of 1 to 10. With 10 mm-hmm. being it goes there the most, and 1 being it goes there the least. So what do you think, Rachel? Where do you think this one falls? Episode um, 909, I've been waiting for a girl like you. I don't think it goes very far at all. I think it's a 2. Yeah. That might be giving it too much credit. Yeah, it's not a go there episode. I agree. I th- no, it's it's not a bad episode. It just doesn't go there. It's not a bad you hear episode. Hear my dog snoring. I mean, the yeah, it's not a bad episode, but it's also not a good episode. And also, the kind of goes there a little bit because uh, Declan locked Holly J in a in a room until he mm-hmm. she agreed to go out with. Him. Which is not really mm-hmm. what happened. He didn't lock her in there until she agreed to go out. He just wanted her to listen to him. Listen! Mm-hmm. And she did. And then they kissed and Shiloh stoned over them pulling apart the kiss. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think it, it went there very kiss. much. I'm also right around a two. I think two seems about mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, I feel like it's a one feels like hard to give just the same way a ten does. So I feel like a lot of my low scores are just a two. Yeah, oh, one is like nothing happened. It's almost like one was like a week there was no episode. (laughs) So it's the absence of going there because there was no going. So two is pretty low. Two is basically Mm -hmm. as low as low as you can go. Yeah. All right. So Patrick, um, if you were the editor of Sizzle Teen magazine and you had one of those who wore it best articles in there and you're saying okay so like Declan and Sav wore the same mm-hmm. outfit and like Holly J and Shantae wore the same outfit like who would you say wore it best in this episode I'd love to say Shantae oh sorry I have to also put the caveat that this is the Met Gala today <laughs> oh right it is we are recording this on the Met Gala um, most important day of the year, apparently. <laughs> I want to say Shantae, but I think it's kind of condescending to give it to Shantae because, like, she, I, we love her. I love her so very much, mm-hmm. but I don't think she's the most valuable character in the episode. I think she's in the mm-hmm. in a sort of nothing happened in B story. Um, that I like, it's fine in the whole nine, but I'm not. I'm not gonna give it to Shantae. I'm gonna give it to Holly J. Holly J. Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. H J. Um, H J. For I don't know, being the 
focal point of the episode. Pretty much that's like the only reason. There's not, there's really no other reason. It's a weird episode. Yeah, it's fine. She was fine. She she stood her ground and then also was open to new experiences, I guess. God bless. Mm-hmm. Holly J. But you, Rach, who's your MVD? Um, I said Shantae, actually. Good. There you go. That's fine. Because I felt like, I mean, the A story was fine. I know we talked about it for longer than a minute and 15 seconds, but it, it I don't know. I, who would you go for? I like Holly J, Declan. Like, I don't know who really to pick out of that. Whereas there was something I was so happy to finally see Shantae in like a real story and not just like as a supporting character to someone else's story. And even though like she breaks up Leia and Danny, it's not like, with vengeance you know she kind of is like oh yes i am interested but also she was like trying to offer Leia some advice from sizzle team meg it's also like kind of um a fun thing and i liked i like seeing like danny being like no i like you i don't know i just i like when that i also like that like her breaking them up was like subconsciously she wanted it which is like yes it's like a different way of doing you know what? I'm mm-hmm. ch- I'm changing. I'm going Shantae. I'm agreeing. It's a double shot. Uh-huh. Let's go Shantae. Uh-huh. You're right. She did have fun things to do in this episode. And she's good. She's the best. Mm-hmm. She's going to write about it in the anti-grapevine probably. But it's okay. Oh, God. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for the anti-grapevine. <laughs> so I guess that's our episode. What was that? I said, I guess that's our episode. I guess that's my dad. We did it. Mm-hmm. Follow us in you all. You live, the- you learn, and you then learn, you get loves. You learn, you breathe, <laughs> you learn, you cry, you learn, you lace, you learn. That's the best part where she goes, you lace, you learn. <laughs> she like says, you learn. She stops learn at like L E A and then goes, yes. So it's like, lace. You learn. <laughs> she creates a whole new word, really. You, you lay yes. You less, you learn. Alanis, baby. Can Canada's finest import, export, export. Yeah. So I hope by now you know where to find us on the internet. Sparkles past I mean, twenty eight on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Broomheads Adult Monkeys Facebook page. Uh, you can find us at Patreon. That's where to do the deal. Patreon.com slash Deemp. It's three E's. You got to go. We're having fun. We're mm-hmm. welcoming people to the room. We're watching Twilight movies. We're mm-hmm. watching minis. We're watching Instant Star. We're doing all sorts. We'll probably watch Under the Tuscan Sun at some point. Probably going to watch Under the Tuscan before Sun. Before we die, we'll see that. Um, mm-hmm. And we do weekly, weekly, sorry, monthly Zooms. We all hang out. We talk. Can you imagine? Everyone <laughs> yells at us for not knowing enough about Degrassi. I'm just kidding. They don't yell at us. They're the most wonderful people. And you should become a part of the group. They're the wonderful group of people to hang out and chat. Mm-hmm. We talk about all sorts of things, not just Degrassi. In fact, Degrassi mm-hmm. is the last thing we talk about at the end of the meetings. We usually talk about our lives and stuff with our great friends. Mm-hmm. The deep It's a good time. Special name that they don't nobody knows. So come on over, come on over, and uh, and join us there over on the Patreon. But if not, if you're just listening to the show, that's cool too. We're happy to have you. Rate write us a review. It's been a while. It's been a while <laughs> since we got a good review. Is that true? Mm-hmm. 
Um, we have some, but you know, it helps more people listen to us. And especially if you know what the show's about. Yeah. Like, write a review. Yes. Give us a nice review. Five stars. Five stars only. Don't write us a mm-hmm. one star review. Certainly not. But if you like the show, go write us a five star review. We'd like that. That's all I got. What do you think? That's the post amble. That's all I got too. Is that a, so, is that a thing? You know what, post amble or no? I don't know. I there's a preamble, so maybe yeah. there's a post amble. Post game. So you know what that means. What? Good night. And grilled cheese definitely. And grilled cheese definitely. <laughs>